Hi everybody and welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your weight loss coach, health strategist and internationally published author, helping take your life and your business, your health, fitness, body and mindset from where you are right now to where it is that you truly want to be. And today we're going to focus on the mindset a little bit because last night I did a great coaching session with somebody who was due to do a Zoom session with me and uh, she She's been a long-term client. We're in lockdown at the moment, so the only sessions I can do are via Zoom. I can't come into my physical facility. She sent me a message oh, early afternoon. She trains at 6 p.m. and said, can we not do a PT session tonight, but can we do a coaching session instead? And so that's what we did last night. So I was talking to her and I said, so tell me what's going on for you? And she said, look, I know what I want but I'm just not motivated to do it. I know the things that I need to do, but I just can't bring myself to do it. And so I want you to put yourself in this person's shoes for a moment, and maybe you're in this place yourself right now, or maybe you've been in it before. And what I do as a coach is it's really important to listen to what people are doing. And this is also why I like uh, zoom and to have the person there so I can see them. Because I look at people's body language. I look at their, their eyes, where they're looking when they're saying what they're saying. What, is their, what are their shoulders doing? What is their voice doing? Are they distracted? Are they, uh, you know, are they really distressed? Or are they just like this and say, look, I just really don't know what to do. I'm so sick and tired of this. I just, I just, I just don't know what to do. I'm just, I'm just done. I'm just done. Now, she wasn't like that. But sometimes you can pick up certain things through their voice, but it's only when you see their body language that you can see. And what was really interesting through the course of this call was trying to uncover what was going on for her and then to see the transformation in her body language was huge. I could tell in her voice as well, but the change in her body language, her smile, her facial expressions, the height of her cheeks, you know, everything just changed about her. And I stopped and acknowledged that at the end because I think it's really important when people feel good, it's important to draw that out and say, do you see what just happened just then? Do you see what has been going on for you? Do you see how your whole face has changed? Your voice has changed? Your body language has changed? The excitement that you are now demonstrating to me, I can feel it through the camera. That's how powerful it is. And she said, yeah, I can. I said, that's fantastic. Now, I've kind of fast-tracked to the end result there, but I want to walk you through how I went about uncovering what was going on for her. And I, I just allowed her to speak and say, tell me what's going on for you. What's going on in your mind? What are you thinking at the moment? And she told me. I won't tell you everything. I'll just give you a, a bit of a snapshot. But she said, look, I'm, I'm just in a place where I, I really do know what I want, want to achieve. And that's about 25 kilos of, of weight loss. A backstory, she uh, lost about 15 kilos, covid Hit, well, actually, her husband got injured in a motorbike accident, um, broken, broken arm and so forth, so she had to 
I looked after him for a bit. The accident was away from home. So for about a week, he was in hospital away from home and um, she was away from her kitchen and everything and she said it really threw her uh, you know, out of a rut. Uh, sorry, got it into a different rut, I suppose. Got her out of a routine into a, a rut of eating unhealthily, not doing her exercise. And she found that her, her mindset kind of deteriorated uh, from that. And since then, she's been hovering, sort of up and down, staying the same. But gradually, if you were to graph it out, the graph would be a, a long, flat, with an incline upwards uh, to weight gain. So she was telling me all about um, how, the fact that she knew what it is that she wanted to do and she just, she just couldn't get into that space of uh, moving her health to a higher priority. That were her words. She said, I, I just don't know how to shift it. She said, I know I want it to be a higher priority than it is right now. But she said, I just can't seem to shift it to make it a, a priority. And therefore, I'm making poorer decisions as a result of that. So what I said to her was, I think the way that you've just articulated that is really powerful because most people don't see what's going on for them. And you've just said it in a, a really nice, succinct way. You do not have your health and fitness at a high enough value in your current list of values. And that's why you continue to go in and out of this. It's not high enough for you you get to a point where you feel like you need to change something, but you don't. Or you change it for a little bit, like for a few days maybe. You make some different food choices, but then it gets to the weekend or another part of the week, uh, things get a little bit tough at work and things get thrown off the rails for you. And she said, yeah, look, I, people are saying to her, they're being very supportive, but she said it's not helping her. Like she's making up all these excuses and they're saying, no, that's okay. You know, you're, you're trying to sell your house. You know, get the house ready to be on the market. You've got a lot of stress at work. You've got COVID. You've got a broken, she's also got a broken wrist at the moment as well. She fell off then went out in sympathy for her husband a few months later and she ha had a motorbike accident out in the dirt bikes and stuff. And she said, they're saying all these different things, but she said, that's not helping me. It's not helping me get to a different outcome. She said, I know that, but I'm sick of making up those stories and listening to those people saying that it's actually okay for those things to happen. And I said, yeah, that's spot on. That's exactly what you need to do. You need to, to change the story that you're telling to yourself. And so she, she spoke uh, for probably about 10 minutes or so and just to allowing her to get all her words out. Because I realise as a coach that often people are saying things for the first time out loud to me. They've never said it before. And so I think it's a really important part of the healing process or the uncovering process that people are allowed to say their words. Because sometimes it's in the words that they say that they get a breakthrough for themselves, but obviously means the coach get to hear how they've articulated it to then start to break, uh, break it down further. And once you'd finished, I said to her, tell me about a time when you did feel, well, actually, no, the first thing I said to her, where do you think 
you started to become unraveled. And that's when she told me the story about her husband injuring herself, et cetera, et cetera. And I said, okay. I said, can you tell me a time when you felt like everything was in the zone for you with your health and your fitness, what you were doing, etc. You were feeling good about uh, your food, your mindset, sleeping, work was going well, everything was going really well. I said, can you think of a moment? And she said, yes, I can. It wasn't just like that, but pretty quickly she said, yeah. I said, so when was that? And um, she told me about it. And it was a time when she was training with me and um, she was talking about the different things that were going, going right for her. And I said, what do you think has been missing for you to not be able to replicate that again now? Now, in saying that, I already knew the answer, but I wanted her to be able to uncover it because where are you going to get the best success if you come up with the idea yourself? You would much rather say, do you know what? I need to do this in order for my life to change. I need to start, for example, start doing strength workouts because I know that that builds muscle, I feel good, and I know when I've done that in the past, I know that that then has an impact on me eating more healthily, making better choices, and I get better outcomes, and I feel really good, and that's when I've been able to lose the weight. Rather than the coach saying, you need to do strength workouts, go do it now. It's going to be more impactful and deeper meaning and longer lasting if you come up with it yourself. So I asked her that question knowing what the answer was, but hoping that she would discover it. And she said, well, I think it's because I don't have anything that I'm really aiming for right now. And I'm like, yeah, spot on. Tell me more. And so she dug into it a little bit more. Now, what I know as a, a weight loss coach and a health strategist is that unless you can absolutely clearly articulate what it is that you want, and she said at the start, she said, look, I know what I want, and it's, it's weight loss, and it's around 25 kilos. But unless you can clearly articulate that and why, why that's so important to you, you're never going to be able to do it. And so she was talking about it, and then um, I said to her, well, why, when I said, why, why don't you think you're able to do this now? She wasn't really able to art articulate it in a way that was resonating with her. And I said, well... I said, here's what I see, um, based on what I know of you. So she works as a, um, I'll just say as a tradie, you know, she works as a, in a, a very specialised field and it's a male-dominated industry. I said to her, there's a side of you that many people don't see. I said, your close friends do, and I would have never have guessed it unless she... She told me, and it only came about because we started doing some Zoom sessions in her, her dedicated room in the house where she's got all her dresses uh, lined out. It's, uh, the whole room's just for her. It's like a, a separate bedroom. So she's got all her dresses laid out, you know, in, in, um, in colour order and so forth, hanging up in her wardrobe. She's got all the shoes in the, the shoe shelves, the jewellery, all that kind of stuff. And I said, wow, I said, you never struck me as being that 
um, person that was really into their, you know, their makeup and their jewelry and all that kind of stuff. She said, yeah, I, I love it. And I said, oh, that's fantastic. And when I asked her about what was the tipping point last time for you to say, no, no more, this is what I'm going to do. Because I said, we've got a lot of evidence here to show that you can do this because you lost 15 kilos before. And what you were doing every single week, you were so focused. You were losing consistently, 750 to a kilo a week, consistently. You were getting all your meals right. Your mindset was spot on. You were changing, you were growing. You were doing all the right things and you were feeling fantastic because you used to tell me. And she said, what changed from where she was going through to that decision to, I'm never going to be like this again, was the fact that she saw a photo of herself in her evening wear and she said she hated it. She hated it. She was disgusted with how, how she felt about herself. And I said, so here's what I see as the problem. We're in lockdown. We've been in lockdown for 18 months. I said, I can't even remember the last time that I got dressed up and went out, but it was probably two years ago. She said, yeah, that sounds about right for her too. I said, so you haven't had that opportunity to get like, dressed up, put all your sparkly bits on and you know, really go out on the town and have a really nice time and feel beautiful and sexy and proud of you know, the work that you've done and seeing yourself. But she was talking about when you go to the toilet and uh, you, know, you can't help but see yourself in the mirrors and she doesn't like to see herself in the mirrors at the moment. I said, so you haven't had that opportunity to do that. I said, you, the most of the, the clothing you're wearing every day is fluoro wear, it's oversized, overalls and, and so forth. I said, so you completely covered up. I said, so you haven't had those same opportunities to see yourself and you've become complacent and you've gotten into this bit of a rut as to your routine, the type of food that you're eating, fallen more the way of the way that her partner eats as opposed to the way that she wants to eat. And that's why you're finding yourself in this place right now. And I said, the only thing that is going to change you and to light that fire that you had before was to have something really big to aim for. And I said, what you need to do is you need to make a commitment to yourself for a date in the future and you need to book it in. And I said, I don't know whether this is exactly it, but based on what I know of you, I said, what I think you should do is, and we picked a date, and I said, like, say mid-March next year. Well, I said, look, how much do you want to lose from here? I said, okay, let's give you a little bit more longer than that. So I said, let's just say it's the 15th of March next year. I'm going to send you the details of the professional photographer that I've used in the past that does a great job. Book in a photo shoot with them. And I said, you can decide whether it's, like a lingerie sexy type shoot, whether it's a, um, you know, just in nice evening wear, exercise gear, however you want. But I said commit to the photo shoot and commit to some clothing that you know doesn't fit you right now. It's too small for you right now. And I could see her looking off to the side and I thought she was looking at her partner who was off camera 
Uh, but she wasn't. She said, no, nah, I'm looking right at the dress that I want to wear. And I said, fantastic. She got it out and she showed me. I said, that's, that's awesome. So I said, when you do that, I said, you'll start to find that everything falls into place. And I was explaining to her that she actually wasn't that far away from getting all of these things to happen. Sometimes things feel like they're miles away from ever happening for you. It's almost like having all the ingredients to make a... So my youngest daughter made a birthday cake for her eldest sister uh, yesterday. And it's like having all the ingredients out on the bench, but you're not combining them in the right way. Or you're putting them all together in the right way, but then you forget to put it in the oven. Or you put it in the oven and you don't have it on the right setting, so it doesn't cook properly. So it doesn't work out how you've perceived it. This is the same thing. She's got all the ingredients there. It's just that she's not doing them consistently. Not at the right temperature, intensity. Not doing them consistently enough. I said, so you're not that far away. It's just that you need that big thing to be aiming for. I said, what's going to happen is you set that date, okay? I sent her the, the details today. I said, book that in. And I said, then you'll find that, well, the difference being, if you said, yeah, at the end of this, I want to have a photo shoot. If you don't commit to the date now, 15 March will come by and you'll say, look, I'll do it 15 March next year. I'll do it, oh, and I'll do it later in the year. I said, you lock in the date and then you work to that deadline. That's what I want you to really acknowledge here. You've got to set the deadline, whether it's your body, health, fitness, wellness, work, relationships, whatever. You know, you've got to put in place deadlines that you then work hard to because that creates hunger, energy and action. So I said, now that you've got that in place, you'll find that you, that starts something within you. And I used the example of myself. I said, look, I've been doing what I've been doing for myself for 33 years now. But I said, I haven't always been as focused as I am right now. And I said, about two years ago, I made a commitment to myself. And that was through this amazing company, Isogenics. I said, I use their supplements and I decided to commit to the Isobody Challenges. They're 16-week challenges that they run all year round, back to back. And I said, I made the decision that I'm going to commit to those challenges. And I went in the first couple and I thought, well, yeah, good. But I wasn't really committing to a different change in me. And then something happened. And I said, Do you know, I need something bigger out of myself. I'm going to commit to something bigger. There's three challenges a year, so 40, 48 weeks. I want to be in the best shape possible by their third one of each year, which is normally October. This year it's the 31 October. Last year it was the 19th of November. I want to be in the best shape of my life. I want to be the leanest. I want to be the strongest. I want to be the most muscular. The weaknesses that I have in my body, I want to make sure that you can't see them in the photo because I've removed them. I've made myself better, stronger, leaner. And even though I'm getting older each year, I want to be the best version of me. And it wasn't like I just came up with bang, just like that. It took me a while 
to think about what it was that I truly wanted. But then when I got that, I said, wow. That then set off a chain of events in terms of action and focus that I wouldn't have comprehended at the time of making the decision. What I did was I then said, I need to get a strength and conditioning coach. I've always wanted one. I've never been able to find one. I was thinking of people that I could work with in person. And then I thought, why am I doing that? Why don't I find the best in the world that can help me? And so that's what I did. And so now I'm still working with him and his partner. I did that. And then I decided that, well, obviously I need to make a different level of commitment to my food. I'm good all week. But there's probably three meals that I have as what I, I'm going to just use the word cheat meal so you know what I'm talking about. But meals that I wouldn't normally eat, they're off plan. Um, and... I decided that, well, no, I need to make a different commitment to that. If I want to have a, a body that I'd be proud to have and capable of having on the front cover of a fitness magazine, then I've got to live a different lifestyle. And so it wasn't a huge change for me, but it was change. And I needed to consistently do it. And it was an adjustment for me. But then I started to do that. And then I started to get more on track with my supplementation. I started to be more consistent. My sleep was becoming better. And then that's what I did, one thing after the other. But it all came from setting that thing in stone, being, for me, the first year was uh, 19th November, this year, 31 October. It gives me something to work towards. And then I know that I don't want to let myself down by getting to that date and not being in that best position. So I work damn hard. So it doesn't matter what else is going on around me, I'm still working really, really hard to make sure that I can achieve the best that I possibly can for myself. And that's super important for me. And so going back to my client, I said, now we've got that date in place. And she said, you know what? Because I was talking to her about uh, breaking it down into smaller pieces. She said, you know what? I've got a wedding in eight weeks. I said, fantastic. I said, have you got the dress? She said, yeah, I do. But she said, it's, it's a little, little too tight. I don't really fit into it at the moment. I said, okay, great. In six, uh, I said, in eight weeks, you can lose, based on how you've done it in the past, six to eight kilos by then, 750 grams to one kilo a week. You can do that. So I said, you've done it before. So then we just broke down. I said, so what were the things that you recognise that worked well for you last time? Me knowing what does work, but wanted her to acknowledge what has worked for her in the past. She said, well, your meal plan and sticking to that absolutely worked for me. I said, bingo, absolutely. You're spot on. Dig out the old one. If you need me to refresh it, send me uh, what you want to change. And I said, we will change it. I'll send it back to you. S um, you know, print it out, stick it on the fridge. That's what you need to do. And, I, and she explained to me why that worked for her. She said, I took out the guesswork. I don't have to think about what I'm eating. That's just what I do. She said, so that worked really well. She said, then tracking what it was that I was doing worked really well as well. And I said, yes, and remember, Firstly, when you started your plan, you said to me that you were still hungry. And I asked you about your water and you said, oh, yeah, it was all right, but I could probably improve it a bit. And then when you increased it to like around one and a half litres or more, you said that the hunger disappeared. Because the fibrous food that you're eating absorbs the water and it keeps you fuller for longer. And that's what most people don't realise. So they tend to just go for more high energy food, like your, your heavy, dense carbs, trying to fill up on that 
when really most people on the planet are dehydrated. So you need to drink more, more fluids. And then we talked about supplementation and the different things. And so you can tell that by the time we got to the end, she was sitting up straight, she was smiling, her shoulders were back, her chest was out, her chin was up, her eyes were wide open. She was talking with this level of excitement as opposed to, I just don't know why this is happening. She was excited, she was engaged. And that's why I love coaching, because it's getting these breakthroughs and getting people to identify the breakthroughs is way better than just giving them a formula for success. That's what I love about coaching. So if you want to work with me, I encourage you to. We've got a free consultation for you and it's available at thementaltoughnessandbodyshow.com. You can opt in for it there and we start by having a conversation. Now it may be that we never work together because I might determine that you're not a good fit for me. You might not feel that I'm a good fit for you. You may not be able to afford our services. But I like to think that I can help everybody. And if you can't afford our coaching services, or that doesn't seem right for you, we have a whole range of different free services that we can offer you to help you do things on your own. But what I see where most people lack is the accountability side of things. People need the accountability to get way better outcomes. And maybe that's just exactly what you need. So go get that free consultation. I'm here for you. Stay safe wherever you are in the world. I know COVID's still going rampant. We're locked down uh, here for even longer now. It was announced yesterday. And uh, we now have a, a daily curfew in place too. We can't go out of our homes after 9, 9 p.m. and we can't go out before 5 a.m. Um, so it's, uh, it's, it's really locked down here. But life goes on and you can never have your mindset locked down. You just can't. They might physically lock us down, but they can't lock down our mindset so we can still succeed. And that is what's really powerful. We can coach you wherever you are in the world and that excites me too. I want to connect with you. Let's make 2021 your best year yet. Stay safe. See you tomorrow.